TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Dude! Dog! Damage! It's the Lou Gow on the fan. Ah! Tommy Lugauer, Lugie, it's Tankathon 2023. Allow me to invite you to Tankathon 2023. I already have my outfit picked out. It's going to be great. We're going to have white claws. We're going to have little pigs in the blanket. We're going to have those little crab cakes. You know those little crab cakes I like? Make sure you get those. It's going to be great. Giant fans, we suck. And it's time to embrace the suck. I know it. You know it. It's what's best for business. And I totally get it. And I understand it. When they line up on Sunday and you see that star on the helmet and you think of the Dallas Cowboys and you think of America's team and you think about how Dallas fans are everywhere, I always say this. There are probably more Dallas fans in the tri-state area than there are in Dallas. You could go anywhere. Mars Tatooine, Mordor, it does not matter. Wherever Aaron Rodgers hangs out when he's, you know, in the darkness, there will be Cowboy fans. I was at a wedding in Napa Valley, and we went to a bar close by, and you would have thought we were in the heart of Dallas. They're everywhere. They're annoying, they're loud, they're obnoxious, and I and you can't stand them. That being said, when the Giants line up to play them on Sunday, what's best for business is to lose. Tankathon 2023 is here. It is time to embrace the suck. 877-337-6666. And I do believe I was ahead of the curve on this because when they lost to the Jets, when the Giants lost to the Jets and Brian Dable decided to be the cowardly lion and he didn't want, you know, he's got to go see the Wizard of Oz to get his courage back. When he played in that overtime game to lose and didn't try and basically told you, hey, we stink. That's where I knew the season was over because the people's champ, the guy from last year that was aggressive and was, you know, coaching to win is not that guy anymore. He's the cowardly lion. And that's fine because at this point we want him to be that. Now we don't want to lose the locker room. We want to have a little bit of integrity. We want to keep that giant pride alive. But at the same time, losses are what's best for business. The Giants need to put themselves in a position to draft a big time quarterback. Caleb Williams, Drake May, Michael Penix, you name it. That's where they're at. Joe Shane already is scouting Caleb. He's already scouting Michael Penix. They know it. You know it. I know it. And as frustrating as it is to sit down because it's not like baseball. It's not like hockey. And it's not like hoops. And I love all three of those sports. But you understand that. There are times where it's like, eh, you know, the Mets are playing, but, uh, you know, I, I scheduled to wash my hair today. Yeah, there's a million games. All right. Uh, but when it comes to football, you get three or four hours a week to sit down, take your pants off, go on the couch, watch a game, crack a beer, and it's like nirvana. And you want to root for your team to win. 
and you want to get a little bit of joy to distract you from everything else. Nagging wife, kids crying, traffic, your boss, whatever it may be. So it sucks to be at this point in November, Tankathon 2023, but sometimes you have to look at the negatives and turn it into a positive. And the positive of this is the Giants are now on a collision course to draft their future quarterback. The next, hopefully, 10 years, under center, that guy. The next Eli Manning. Now, I thought Daniel Jones could be that guy. I was wrong. Now, with the injuries, with the lack of productivity, and where the Giants are at this season in terms of win-loss record and just the overall state of the franchise, it is time to embrace the suck. And I don't care if they're playing the Eagles. I don't care if they're playing the Cowboys. It does not matter. And this is like the thing you have to view this as is you're not rooting for the Cowboys because this idea, well, if the Giants win, you know, it hurts the Cowboys. The Cowboys are making the playoffs. And when they get to the playoffs, they're going to do what they always do. They're going to lose in the playoffs, right? A tale as old as time. Now, if the Giants win, that's bad. That's bad for business. So don't look at it like you're rooting for the Cowboys because you're not. You are rooting for the Giants. A giant loss is a giant win. Think of it like that. Giant losses equal giant wins because the more losses they get, the more likely they are to get that franchise quarterback and grab the guy that can turn this franchise around. Turn it around because after the boat game, as I like to call it, the playoff game against the Packers, there have been many, many dark days. There have been. They have not been good last year, notwithstanding. So what you want now with Dable, with Shane, is sustained success and the only way in the nfl you do that look at all the teams that have it is you need continuity at gm head coach and quarterback that's what you need right look at the chiefs look at the patriots when they had brady that's what you need and right now the giants have those two guys in place they need the quarterback they need to lose and that's how they're going to get it come the draft in april 8773376666 tankathon 2023 is upon us larry in westchester what's up larry hey hey big fan you you're the man thank you but couple couple things here mm-hmm. one i don't think they could get rid of daniel jones right he's got too much money there's no trade bait. He's hurt. He's they would have to eat anywhere. the money. They would have to eat the money, Larry, if he was to go anywhere. Yes. Yeah. Cap I, it. I, I, fine. If they eat the money, great. And I, and I don't know. I don't so, know. The, the problem with the trade bait, I mean, look, the contract's a problem, but there are so many teams that need quarterbacks. You could see a team being like, you know what? We'll take a chance here. Maybe change the scenery. But the contract, obviously, is, is a reason why you'd stay away. Okay, but, but the other thing is, I just don't think this team is in a position where they're going to get the top one or two picks Why? in the draft. They're starting Tommy DeVito. No no uh, disrespect to Tommy, but they're not starting a guy that's a big-time NFL quarterback, and I think that they, they're not very good but anyway. He's, he's terrible. Yeah. But let me ask you this. How is the point spread only 16 points then? Well, what do you want it to be, 28? It's not a college game, Larry. I mean, it's an NFL game. That's a high point spread for college. I, I understand, but they lost 40 to nothing had Daniel Jones had a healthy Saquon Barkley, had a healthy tight end. I understand and they that. lost 40 to nothing. No, no, I get that, Larry, but they're not, the, the guys, the wise guys in Vegas, they're not going to make the line 40 points. It's not, you know, Florida versus the Citadel. 
It's still an NFL game. It's still a rivalry game. It's still two teams in their division. And listen, I think the Giants are going to get smoked. And 16 and a half, 15 and a half, whatever the hell it is, is indicative of that. You don't see that. Most NFL games, you know this by watching them. You know this by betting on them. You know this by locking in, whether it be fantasy, red zone, anything you watch it on. Uh, watching all the games on YouTube or whatever the hell DirecTV's on now, YouTube. You understand that these games are close. They are close. Most NFL games come down to one score. Even if a game is, you know, 10, 14 points, it comes down to the wire. For a spread to be that high, it tells you all you need to know. And Dallas, in theory, especially the way they have manhandled the Giants and how they beat the Giants year after year after year, Tommy DeVito starting, it's going to be a blowout. So I don't know how many points. Cause it, and you also have to understand something, too. If they make it absurd, then they're going to lose because everyone's going to take the points. And if it's 30, right, Cowboys can win, you know, whatever. I'm bad at math, but they can win 33-2 to two and, you know, it hits. That was probably the wrong math. But, yeah, you get what I'm saying here. You get what I'm saying. They don't want to be put in a position Vegas to lose. So they're trying to give a, a number that gets action on both sides in theory. 877-337-6666. Tony and Bayonne. What's up, Tom? Yeah, Tom, I, I can't believe we're back in this boat again. You know, we got a sniff of the playoffs yeah. last year. We win a road playoff game. They sign Jones. They bring back Barkley. Yep. They, you think you get this offensive line back together again? We're looking to compete for the division. Mm-hmm. And, and and poof, it's up in smoke. Yep. We're back to tanking again. Yep. No, I, I, mean, I, um, I get it. I, and I understand the frustration uh, part of that tone, and I understand that. Thanks for the call. I get it. The only thing I would say is this. There are so many teams in the NFL, look at the one that uh, shares the stadium with them, that don't go to the playoffs year after year after year. The Giants, and whether it set them back or not, and I still don't think it did because, again, having Daniel Jones on the contract is not going to stop Joe Shane and the Giants from drafting a quarterback. So I don't even think last year set them back. It was still a nice year, wasn't it? Wasn't it nice to have a nice Giants season last year? Wasn't some of those wins, Titans, Ravens, they won a playoff game. Wasn't that even the Vikings game that they lost? Like, it was exciting. Like, they gave us moments last year. And, yeah, they took 45 steps back this year. But the bottom line, and this is what you need to think about here, and this you, you got to you zero in on this. They lose enough games, they get a good pick, they get a big-time quarterback, and that will make things great. We don't have to sit through these years anymore. If they get Drake May, if they get Caleb Williams, they don't have to deal with it. We don't have to deal with this anymore. That's what you need to think about. Don't focus on getting blown out by Dallas. Don't focus on the bad year. Right now, all that's in the past. What matters now is losing games and getting a big-time pick to get a big-time quarterback here so the Giants can be a Super Bowl contender year in, year out. 877-337-6666. Tommy Lugauer Lugie here on the Lugauer. More of your Giants calls when we get back. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's... 
we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 653 here on the fan. Tommy Lugauer. Lugie, the Lugauer. Got you to 730 Thursday night. Football, real barn burner. Bears. Panthers got some thoughts on the Knicks win last night against the Spurs. We will get to that in the 7 o'clock hour. But it is Tankathon 2023. We need to embrace the suck. Let's go to Russell and Glenhead. What's up, Russ? Hey, Tommy. Hi. Uh, first of all, in your opening, in your opening today, you said yeah. White Claw for Tankathon? Yes. Not an appropriate drink. At give all. me an appropriate As drink. Fan, what was that? I said, give me an appropriate drink. Get some whiskey or bourbon. Something whiskey or bourbon? What am I, sixty years cruise. old? I mean, come on, I'm I'm, I'm in my thirties here. I'm not going to be drinking no whiskey. I'm not I'm not you know uh, somebody's older uncle. I mean, yeah. I, I hear you on that, and I'll take 20? shots of anything, but I'm I'm not a whiskey or bourbon guy. Oh my god! But anyway, to my to my point, um, <laughs> you keep saying that how how bad Dable is. Yes, and you're talking about stability of coach. Yes, and you're happy with well. Dave, no, let me Dable let me rephrase that. Well, no, I never said he was bad. Okay. I said he's been the cowardly lion because this year after being the people's champ. I'd love to have him as our coach. No, no, but here's the it's problem. Good. Last year, he was the people's champ coach of the year. They got to the playoffs. This year, he's been the cowardly lion. He hasn't played the win. He's been gutless. He's He's gone for you know field goals with a kicker that needs knee surgery. So, look, am I ready to fire him? I'm ready to say he's a bad head coach? No. I think it's somewhere probably in the middle here. But I'm not going to just forget last year. But you got to call a spade a spade. He has not been good this year. Uh, with limited talent, I don't know. Well, he had limited talent last year, too. I think the Jets would have another win or two. Well, Robert Sala stinks. So I'm not really sure where we're going with that. I mean, Robert Sala's not even a head coach. He's a defensive coordinator, you know, masquerading as a head coach, let's be honest. And, uh, yeah, what's wrong with White Claws? High noons? I mean, it, first of all, you need to know me a little bit better. Like, I'm not a whiskey or bourbon guy. I'll do a little fireball shots, whatever. But, you know, I'm a broski. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to be drinking those type of things. By the way, Tankathon 2023, BYOB. Bring whatever the hell you want. I'm just telling you, if you open the fridge, it's going to have White Claws. It's going to have high noons. 877-337-6666. John's in Brooklyn. What's up, Johnny? What's going on? How are you? Yeah. Um, I just wanted to go through a few points here. Number one. Do you think that we are a lock for a top two pick and to take one of these? Top I don't two think it's a. I don't think it's a lock. But if they lose all their games, why wouldn't it be? Of course it would be. So do do I think they're going to sneak a win here and there? Probably not. The Taylor thing's interesting. Tyrod Taylor basically came out today and said, "Look, I'm not done for the year." If they start Tyrod, which would go against the Tankathon, and he wants to play and he's a free agent, he is going to try to win games. If they start Devito, uh, to no disrespect, they're not winning games. Yeah, my strategy would be if they're not a top two, I would take Harrison Jr. trade back into the first round to get one of the. You know what, John? I I love what you're saying here, Johnny, and I think that is a it is a good strategy. I don't think the Giants are going to do that, but I I get what you're saying. You draft Harrison, you take a quarterback later. I don't think they're going to do that though. I think the Giants are going to take a quarterback with their first round pick. I love Marvin Harrison. I think he's going to be better than his father. I would do that if it was me, but I could see where this is going. And the Giants are going to take a quarterback with their top pick. And I think they're going to make sure of that. That's why this is Tankathon 2023. 877-337-6666. More of your calls when we get back. 7.03 here on the fan. Tommy Lugauer Lugie here on the Lugauer. The legendary Eric Prids takes us back from break here. And last night at the Garden was one of those like Garden nights, Garden moments 
because Wemby made his Garden debut, Victor Wembayama, with all the hype. And look, he's still young. He's still raw. He's going to figure it out. He had a rough night. He didn't exactly light the garden up and get all the fans going. And let's be honest. There were people in the building just to see him and him alone. I mean, that's the way it is sometimes at the Garden, right? It's Midtown. It's Manhattan. It's theater. It's box office. When there's a big star, and this guy's only been in the league for a couple games, but when you come with that kind of hype, there are going to be those people that are just there to see him. But here's the bottom line. He got all the hype. But it was the Knicks that did damage. Why? Because they have dudes, because they have dogs, and they continue to do serious damage. And I'd like to point out that Julius Randle, who gets a lot of crap, and you know I'm a supporter of his, has bounced back the last two games and has had big games. Say what you want about Julius, and I am one of those people that do not believe in every single postseason playoffs of this guy's career, he's going to stink, and he's going to be a bum, and he's not a winning player. Bottom line is this, he will turn it around, he will turn around the regular season, because we've seen it before with the Knicks, and he will ultimately turn it around in the playoffs. I firmly, truly believe that. Then there's R.J. Barrett. Barrett, we know, it's a roller coaster ride with this guy. He could be frustrating. He is the proverbial, as they say, a little girl with the curl. You Sometimes you get the bad, sometimes you get the good. This year, he's been their best player. R.J. Barrett has been the Knicks' best player. He's been a difference maker. When he is on the floor, the Knicks are a different team this season. He has been that guy. Now, if he could take it to the next level, if Barrett can become what the Knicks brass thought he would become when they drafted him, then the Knicks can get to that next level. We always talk about, well, do they have enough superstars? Do they have any superstars? If R.J. Barrett can continue playing at this level, then the Knicks have another superstar. And I know it's early, but he has been their best player. But the bottom line is this. The Knicks are doing damage. Let's go. And everybody knows it. 877-337-6666. Colin in New Haven. What's up, Colin? Hey, Tommy. Uh, Put me down for a... Long-time Giants fan, let's lose every game. Let's yes. get the highest draft pick possible. Mm-hmm. Start over. I don't eat. We'll eat Danny's salary next year. It'll be a cover year. But I mean, watching C.J. Stroud, I want to. It's I mean, the Danny Jones experiment has run its course. Like it'd be typical of the Giants to wind backdoor in a couple wins and get in the seventh pick, and then being back in purgatory. Let's go. I want the first. But I keep hearing these back. Look, if they're starting DeVito, I don't know how the hell they're going to win any games. And again, local guy, great first name. He can't play. He's just not ready to play. How about that? He's not ready. He's not there yet. He wasn't expecting to play any games. So I just, I don't know how they're going to win games. Like in theory, the Cowboys are going to completely smash him. They got the Eagles. They just, they're not going to be able to put up any kind of points. I understand the defense. That's all well and good. But I just, I think the Giants as an organization, Colin, they understand the deal here. They understand the importance. And they're not going to, like, you know, necessarily lose on purpose. But when you're starting DeVito, I mean, I think you kind of get it. I think you kind of know what the expectations are and what the outcome is likely going to be. Now, agreed. Now, granted, they ran into a buzzsaw against the Raiders. That was a complete smash spot for the Raiders. You fire the boob of a head coach. You bring in a giant legend in Antonio Pierce, a giant great. And they're all fired up. Anybody but McDaniels, they're going to be fired up to play that game. 
and the Giants get absolutely crushed. Now, is that a you know result of the circumstance, or does that just tell you where this Giant team is at right now? I think it's a little bit of both. Like I just I don't think they're going to be competitive in games. Now, if Taylor can come back and they start him, that's a little bit different. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, and we're going to get to that point, I think. I think we're going to get to a situation where DeVito's not going to play well. They're going to get crushed. Taylor's going to be ready to play, and it's going to be the old, uh, are we starting Taylor or are we not? Because remember, it is Tankathon 2023, and DeVito is what's best for business, and losing games is what's best for business, and the Giants being in a position come the draft to pick a quarterback is what's best for business. Delano in Poughkeepsie. I hope I'm saying that right. What's up, D? Hey, how you doing, Lugie? Good. Um, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I just want to chime in with the Tankathon. You know, I'm a Giant fan. Mm-hmm. I bleed blue, but I just feel like we we shouldn't try to get one of these quarterbacks. That I just don't believe uh, that Caleb Williams is going to make it in New York. I think he's crying on the sidelines. He's not going to be able mm-hmm. to handle it. Uh, I'm not sure about the Drake man. I don't really pay attention to college football, but I feel like we should get a top three pick. We take Marvin Harrison Jr. We'll have a number one receiver. We'll, later in the draft, we could reinforce our offensive line, reinforce the defense. We ride one more year with Daniel Jones. We know we have to move off him. And then hopefully is after next year, free agency, there's a, a trade we could do for an established quarterback. If I don't know if Buffalo doesn't make the playoffs this year, well, they want to try to move off Josh Allen. We could try to trade a couple first-round picks for him. I don't know, but I feel like that that's the best way to go because just, I'm just not sure with these uh, college QBs and how they're going to turn out. Yeah, no, I, I hear you on that. Uh, we'll go backwards. I would say I would be stunned if the Bills trade Josh Allen. And I understand I would fire the head coach. He's clueless. I would get rid of McDermott. And I understand the Bills have... I guess I would say underachieved, if you want to say that, in terms of the talent, especially a quarterback. He's young. He's a stud. They're not going to move on from him. They're going to fire their head coach. They may bring in different personnel. They are not. You Can you imagine? And those and they are great fans. Can you imagine the uproar in Buffalo? You can't trade Josh Allen. You just can't. And I understand he can be a little loose with the football at times, and he does turn the ball over a lot. He is a top-five quarterback. They are not in his prime. Even I don't even know if he's even in his prime yet. They are not trading him. That's number one. Number two, you laid out a good plan, and I like the plan. I do. You asked me a, a week or two ago, I was like, yeah, you know what, Marvin Harrison, that'd be great. Daniel Jones, maybe you pair him with him, whatever. I just think the Daniel Jones era is over. I think they're going to move on. You already see Shane scouting young quarterbacks. I believe they're going to draft a quarterback. So as much as I like the plan, and I think it's a very sound plan, and that's what I would have done a couple weeks ago, I'm not going to endorse it because I don't think they're going to do it. So I don't want to do, like, false hope. I love Marvin Harrison Jr. I think he is the next Justin Jefferson, the next Jamar Chase, Garrett Wilson. He's that good. He is that good. And I watch a ton of college football, and it's a name you're familiar with. We know his dad, legendary receiver with the Colts, Syracuse. Marvin Harrison Jr. is a legit dog. He is awesome. He's like his father, but bigger. He is tremendous. He is going to be a stud. He's probably the safest pick as far as anybody. Now, as far as the Caleb Williams stuff, the crying, uh, I mean, look, I've cried a few times after uh, after losses, so who am I to say anything? You never know how a guy is going to handle New York, right? We never know. 
Like guys, could, I always think of Jason Bay. Guy was a freaking, basically an MVP candidate with Boston. He came to the Mets and he was, you know, basically on a milk carton. So you just, you never know, right? Oh, this guy can't handle New York. They surprise us. Then you think, ah, oh, this guy, he's great for New York and it's terrible. So I never want to go off of that. And it's been a tough year there. At USC, the defense is absolutely abysmal. They play in the Pac-12, which is the best conference in football. It's been a bad year. He, he takes a beating. The defense stinks. I'm not going to isolate that one thing and be like, no, no, no. I wouldn't want him here. Caleb Williams has the goods. Heisman Trophy winner. He's a stud. He's got the size. He's got the arm. He's got the speed. He's got everything you would want in a quarterback in the modern-day NFL. So I'm not going to, you know, if the guy cried, I'm not going to, like, get nuts about it. You know what I mean? I would cry if they got him. 877-337-6666. Andrew in Brooklyn. What's up, Andrew? Hey, what's going on, big guy? How's it going? Good. Love How you doing? What's up, man? Good, good, good. I just want to, I just, I mean, hop on the Daniel Jones thing a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with the other guy. Pick up a Harrison Jr. with the third pick. But, like, this guy Daniel Jones has never, I, I, I hate saying this because I'm always, always defending the guy, but he's had the 50th. The 45th, the 55th ranked wide receivers in the league every single year. The offensive line has been a problem for a decade. Got Eli killed, made Eli retire. I I just, I don't don't understand why it's his fault. I just don't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, look at Andrew. I am a supporter of Daniel Jones, by the way. I, I am a supporter of his talent. I've been, I thought he was going to have a really big year. I agree with you on the offensive line. The offensive line has stunk for years. They're the two most, well, two, the three most common calls we've probably take on the fan over the last 10 years is the Wilpons need to sell the Mets, Brian Cashman needs to go, and the Giants offensive line stinks. I mean, those are just like, you know, freaking evergreen calls. And you're right. The offensive line does stink. It was historically bad to start the year. It, it is. And they do need to fix it. And they do need to figure it out. And a big-time quarterback play will help it to a degree. But you're right. And I'm not saying ignore it. And I think that's where we get into a little bit of the, you know, well, they got to do the offensive line over quarterback. They got to do both. They got to get a big-time quarterback. They got to shore up the offensive line. Evan Neal, we know, stinks, turnstile, bust, blocks the air. He's horrible. But Andrew Thomas is is a big-time offensive lineman. He's been banged up out most of the year. I have no idea why he wasn't put on IR. And the way the Giants have handled injuries this year, whether it be Gano, whether it be Jones, whether it be Thomas, whether it be Barkley, is absolutely mind-boggling, frankly. And that's something they have to get better with. And I hate the crap in the media with the cloak and dagger. And it's like, because to me, it's like, when you're talking to the media, you're not talking to the media. You're talking to us, coach. The information is for us, the fans. We want to know what the hell's going on with our players. Forget the opponent. We want to know, and and I think we have a right to know in some ways. And when you do the cloak and dagger, uh, and you don't want to give them... Listen, the Giants could basically give their plays to the other team. It wouldn't have mattered this year, okay, as a bad they are. So I, they just, they've mishandled injuries. That needs to get better. And yes, they do need to build up the offensive line. That is 100% a priority, but so is getting the quarterback. 877-337-6666. Tommy Lugauer, Lugie, here on the Lugauer. More of your calls when we return. 720 here on the Lugauer. Tommy Lugauer. Lugie. Couple more minutes. Thursday night football is coming your way at this time. And this music puts me in the mood for Tankathon 2023. Your official invite to Tankathon 2023. It is BYOB, but we got White Claws. We got High Noons. We got Day Chasers. We got everything in the fridge. Fireball shots. Losing. The Giants losing is what's best 
for business. Now, as far as the Jets go, and I understand that you always want to look towards, you know, scapegoat. Hey, is this guy's fault? Is that guy's fault? Number one, Joe Douglas. He is the biggest culprit in the situation that's going on right now because he failed you. He failed you, the listener here, the Jet fan, because he did not go out and get a backup quarterback. When Aaron Rodgers went down and you had to go to Zach Wilson, you needed to get a backup because Zach Wilson stinks. Now, if Zach turned it around, if Nate Hackett figured out a way to turn him around, if they were in a situation where Zach Wilson grew up before our eyes and became a really good quarterback, hanging out with Aaron Rodgers all summer, you know, rubbed off on him, and all of a sudden Zach Wilson is the guy they thought he would be coming out of BYU, then no biggie. But when you start seeing this guy play and you remember, oh, yeah, he sucks. You need to go out and get a backup quarterback. And Josh Dobbs was sitting there, and the Vikings got him for a sixth-round pick. And all of a sudden, Hall goes down, and Josh Dobbs is, you know, thrust into duty, and he barely knows his teammates' names, and he goes out and beats the Viking, uh, goes out and beats the Falcons on the road. Why couldn't the Jets get him? Why couldn't Joe Douglas go get him? Go grab him. Six-round pick, cup of coffee. Nothing. You get a guy who Plays like a veteran, even though he's not really one, but a guy who's won some games, been in some situations, bounced around the league a little bit, is playing for his, you know, basically his NFL career to stay in the league. Like, he's going to be motivated. I'm not saying Zach Wilson's not motivated, but my point is you get bringing a guy like Dobbs to at least challenge Zach, to at least give you an option. We know Boyle's a stiff. Simeon can't play. These guys are terrible. They're there. What are they there to do? They hold a clipboard and put their hat backwards. Like, they're not, they're not uh, guys you're going to thrust in there. So it starts with Joe Douglas. Number one, first and foremost. And then the head coach, who is a defensive coordinator, you know, pretending to be a head coach. He's not a head coach. He's a great defensive coordinator. He was great in San Francisco. The Jet defense is great. They have an awesome defensive line. Great. And when they're winning, he's rah-rah, he's this, he's awesome. And when they're losing, he stares into the abyss with his dyed beard. Like, that, that's all he's doing. And deep tan, Hollywood Hogan. Like, he, that, that's what he looks like. So he is not a head coach. Everything going great, awesome. But as far as the X and O's, as far as having a clue of what's going on on the offensive side of the ball, he's lost. And the Giants, uh, the Giants, the Jets went into the season with the idea of, hey, we have Aaron Rodgers, we brought in Nate Hackett. Those guys are going to handle the offense. Sal, you handle the defense. Problem is, Aaron Rodgers goes down. You have Zach Wilson, and you're screwed. So it goes back to Joe Douglas. They should have brought in a backup to challenge him to be the starter. Because the Jets are on thin ice right now. And their dreams of winning a Super Bowl, getting Aaron Rodgers back, whether you think he can come back or not, we're going to take him at his word, and that he's trying, the goal is to come back this season. But you need to be in a position, if you're the Jets, to get into the playoffs, to get to Vegas, to get to a Super Bowl, to win a Super Bowl. And you cannot do that with Zach Wilson at quarterback because you can't go into NFL games week in, week out, even with a very good defense, and go, you know what our strategy is today? Our hope is to turn the other quarterback over four to five times because our offense can't score at all. At all. Zach Wilson, they cannot score at all. They can't score. No touchdowns. It's terrible. It's embarrassing. And it starts and ends with Joe Douglas because he did not bring a quarterback in. 877-337-6666. Calvin in the Bronx. What's up, Calvin? Yes, you are absolutely correct, and I appreciate your knowledge of sports. Oh, thanks, man. Um, I appreciate it. I just want to say that the Jets' offensive coordinator really need to have more of a balance. Screen plays 
they got some good running backs that they're not Absolutely. utilizing. Well, Brees Hall's awesome. Dalvin Cook is shot, but but Brees Hall for sure is awesome. Yeah, and the thing about it is that it seems like the other team knows what uh, Zach Wilson is going to do. Call plan. He is a young quarterback. He doesn't seem like he has the confidence. You got to build up his confidence. I would say more screen plays because you know they're coming after him. Yeah, Calvin, I I, I wish it was that simple. And I hear you on the screen plays, and I hear you on. Because I think that there are those that believe that, you know, Nate Hackett is at fault and they don't utilize Zach correctly. And like you said, we've heard, hey, how about a screen pass? How about you roll him out in the pocket? He can't play, guys. He can't. He's not any good. He's not. There's a reason they brought in Aaron Rodgers. Think about it. Any other team that drafts Zach Wilson where they drafted him, young quarterback, going to be our future quarterback, what team would bring in Aaron Rodgers if that was the case? They wouldn't. They know he's not any good. Which is why it's like mind-boggling that they're sticking with him. Like, I watched that game on Monday night as a Giants fan, and I was frustrated. This is from a Giant fan. I was frustrated watching it because I'm looking at the Jets going, damn, this defense is awesome. Damn, this defensive line is legit. Brees Hall, dude, Garrett Wilson, dog. It'd be nice if Zach could hit him on that slant pass. Garrett Wilson would still be running. They just need a, I hate to throw this one out there, game manager at quarterback. They just need an average offense with this defense to win games. That's all they need. And a head coach that could, you know, get his players to be a little more disciplined. They commit way too many penalties. Way too many. And that will come back to bite them in a big-time way if they do get in the place. That's with Aaron Rodgers, by the way. If they get Aaron Rodgers back, everything goes well. Somehow, some way, they figure out a way to stay above water, get Rodgers. They get into January. They get in the playoff games. If they commit all these penalties, these dumb penalties, it will 100% come back to bite them. But, yeah, Zach Wilson, he can't do the easy things. He can't do the hard things. He can't do anything. He looks sort of flustered at times. They even said on Joe Buck even said it the other night. He's like, well, he did the hard part. There was a play where he got out of pressure, he rolled out, and then he had a wide open receiver, couple of yards in front of him, and he missed by like 30 feet. And Joe Buck's like, well, he did the hard part. It's like he's just he's not good. And I don't understand why Joe Douglas, Woody Johnson, Robert Sala, the Jet Brain Trust can't figure that out. And they are wasting another season here. Wasting it. And they, they being Joe Douglas, failed at the deadline, not getting Dobbs, not going after a veteran quarterback. Instead, they were worrying about Devontae Adams and Mike Evans. That's all well and good if you had Aaron Rodgers. You have Zach Wilson. What good is Devontae Adams going to do? What good is Mike Evans going to do when you have a quarterback that can't complete passes and is inaccurate and not any good? What good is that going to do you? So you're worried about getting shiny new toys. And that is not smart. As a GM. And Joe Douglas, overall body of work, absolutely has been good. He's had good drafts. He's brought in really good players, really good. Like the Jets at their core, young players, great. He has failed at quarterback. He has failed at drafting Zach Wilson. And he has failed in the fact that he continues to stick with this guy. He is a stiff. He's not any good. I don't know how else to put it. And I don't even want to pile on Zach. He's not good. He should not be playing. He should not be the quarterback. It's not Nate Hackett's fault. It's not Salah's fault. It's them not having anybody else to put out there. It's not Zach Wilson's fault that he can't play. He's not an NFL quarterback. He won't be the first. He won't be the last. He cannot play. And the Jets are on super thin ice here. And they're going to get a motivated Raider team on Sunday night. 
If you think there's Walton in the Vegas, the Jets, and they're going to turn over Aiden O'Connell seven times, they're going to win that game. They could be in for a very, very long night out in Sin City. That'll do it for me. My thanks to Connor Green on the other side of the glass. We have Westwood One's coverage of Thursday Night Football coming up. Bears, Panthers, Evan and Tiki. We are back tomorrow, a football Friday at 2 o'clock. Giants, Jets, we're going to have a lot of fun. We will see you then. Enjoy the night. Later. the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 